This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks yesterday to Brock and Danielle for filling in for us while we were shooting Kelly and Ramya promos. Um, (laughs) Really thank them since there was some technical stuff that went on. Sorry, guys. That was not done by design. It it just worked out that way. Uh, They earned their money, folks. Uh, If you want to reach out to the program, feedback at AMI.ca. You can send a message to the gang over there, communications and marketing, feedback at AMI.ca, and they'll uh, certainly pass it on to us. If you can call us if you'd like to, and if you do, give us permission to use your message. Maybe we can use it on air and mention it's for Kelly and Company, 1-866-509-4545. 1-866-509-4545 is the way to do it. And, of course, on Twitter, you can follow along at AMI-audio. That's the handle. Just follow along with what's happening segment to segment on the program at AMI-audio on Twitter. Ramya Muth and Kelly McDonald, as we're swinging open the gateway to your weekend, we welcome Grant Hardy in now who joins us. And Grant is here to deliver a little lifestyle conversation with us. Grant, welcome back. Hello. Thanks for having me. Where do you want to start, sir? Yeah, so I've got... There was a loose theme for the week. The loose theme is sort of transitioning from Halloween time to that kind of fall winter time. And in fact, we mm. kind of skipped fall here in Vancouver. We went from a hot October. We were all like lying out of the grass at the park, right to like there could be snow next week. So it's kind of <laughs> we've been seesawing. Uh, we we've had the cold. Uh, we've had the fog. We've had, you know, winds. And now we're going to get a little bit windy, but nice warm temperatures where they're saying we're going to break some records. Well, don't talk to me about that. <laughs> I love those warm temperatures. All right. Um, I article from. Vancouver is awesome, which is a local sort of news and lifestyle site here. And it talks about fireworks and firecrackers around Halloween, which is a very polarizing issue here. Um, So while fireworks are actually illegal to light off in Vancouver, it seems that a significant portion of uh, their readers ignored that bit of the law October 31st, because in a poll more than 7.7% of readers in Vancouver said they light off fireworks for Halloween. Well, that was the least number of votes, the the option that caught the least amount of votes. It still means that 28 out out of the 402 local respondents had or were planning to light off fireworks. Uh, Now, um, when including people from outside of Vancouver, the percentage bumps up to more than 8.4%. But the vast majority of locals aren't into personal fireworks performances. More than 70% of people agreed with the statement, nope, not my thing. Legally, Mm. consumer fireworks are not supposed to be set off in Vancouver. The city banned them back in 2020. Provincially, they're still allowed between October 24th and November 1st, but many municipalities have their own bans similar to the one in Vancouver. On Halloween night, fire crews with Vancouver Fire Rescue Services patrol the streets. They responded to more than 70 complaints related to fireworks. 
they say that tens of thousands of dollars worth of damage was done. Uh, and in, outside of Vancouver, fireworks weren't very popular either, with some saying it was one of the worst years. I have also noticed that just anecdotally in my community and like I'm in various Facebook groups and stuff too, fireworks are very polarizing. There are some people that say, look, Vancouver is pet friendly. This is not good for our cats. It's not good for our dogs. It's not good for people with PTSD who are maybe, you know, refugees here or have escaped some some conflict. And then you seem to get this other local, uh, local minority of people who are don't tell us not to have fun. This is what Halloween is all about. And, you know, the Vancouver no fun crowd strikes again, you know, so. <laughs> That's I'm its curious. own group, eh? <laughs> oh, Vancouver yeah. no so, fun crowd. <laughs> so I'm curious to know where you guys stand. I, I have a little bit of trauma related to fireworks because I used to walk through a park to get home from school. And around Halloween, the kids would always be throwing firecrackers and stuff. And the thing is that I couldn't really see like how close they were. They always sounded closer than they actually were. And I didn't really know even from which direction they were coming from. So I don't want to speak on behalf of the community, but I would think that for someone like myself, and especially walking with a guide dog, uh, which I'm not doing now, but I have in the past, that it would be uh, a little bit more hazardous maybe than average. So I'm curious what you guys think. I, I think that definitely it would be jolting to not know fireworks were happening. Like certain days of the year, you can expect fireworks and therefore you're potentially by default not on edge um, because you are you can prep for fireworks being around uh sound of fireworks walking by fireworks whatever the situation is but on days like when you're talking halloween i'm thinking oh i don't think i would prepare for that <laughs> you know and it was the same thing with other uh days of the year where i was like oh i didn't even realize people were putting up uh, putting up fireworks um for this occasion and that would be jolting i for some reason, like as I get older, sounds seem to make me jump a lot more, even though there's so much construction around me. Um, when I pass by it, it, and something happens, like, I don't know, crane or whatever, uh, it still makes me jump. So I'm thinking that fireworks are going to probably fall in this category for me soon. Yeah, yeah. it's an yeah. interesting yeah. thing because I, I, my impression in Ontario it's three days a year legally you're allowed to set off fireworks, um, okay. if I have that right. I believe New Year's Eve, uh, you know, Canada Day and the Victoria Day Victoria weekend. Victoria Day long weekend, okay. The rest of the time, you're not supposed to. It's supposed to be legal. However, I think that generally the rule of thumb is if you have it at a reasonable time and you're not damaging anything. When you point out the damage stuff, Grant, you know, you get saying, well, what the mm -hmm. heck? Aren't you supposed to be doing this safety? We hear all about safety. What damage? And I, I don't can't even really perceive what the damage is, so I don't want to speak to that. But I find that people get doing it later and later in more densely populated areas because, well, I can, it's my backyard or there's this park here minding its business between these three buildings. I'm going to do fireworks right here. And I think that that's where we're getting into trouble. We've seen horrible scenes in Toronto with people pointing fireworks at people and firing them off. Ugh. Okay. That's just dangerous insanity that, that, it, you know, you, you need to be jailed for it if you can be caught. So uh, that stuff, 
isn't just scary. Um, the fireworks themselves, you know, that's outside of, like you said, pets and, and stuff like that, where some people say, well, hold on, uh, you know, no one forced you to get a pet or uh, no one forced you. I don't know what other circumstances. There's always going to be that crowd that you mentioned, Grant. So I am of the belief, I wish we stuck to what we're supposed to, whether it be legal, legally, um, don't step outside that, have respect that even if that person has just got to get up for work, those people with those cats, somebody who may have come from another country where, where war and, and loud bangs like that meant death, uh, I, I do think yeah. all of us should consider and be respectful and stop being so quick to say, well, you don't have the right to come in here and spoil my fun, Grant. You know, I'm allowed to yeah. fire them off at two in the morning if I want. That, well, that's it. That's exactly it. And it's a tough one because I don't want to be this conservative, like, you know, curmudgeon mm-hmm. telling people, you know, no fun is allowed ever. But, but reasonable is reasonable, right? Like yeah, you're allowed yeah. it. You you pay for your apartment. You're allowed to walk in. And if the wind catches the door and it slams at two in the afternoon, you go, oh, jeez, that was loud. But at 2 o'clock in the morning, you know that happens. No matter what, you're paying rent. You can't just open the door and yell out, shut up, neighbors. I'm allowed to slam it. it it's, it, you, that, you know, it. there's decorum and manners. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Maybe, maybe find some place to do it where it's not super yeah. close to residential areas. That's, that, that's my thing. And uh, But so when you say Vancouver, is that ban like year round or just in that period of time at Halloween? No, so in BC there are some. Uh, it's banned mostly, but there are some exceptions for around Halloween. But oh. in Vancouver, hmm. it's banned one hundred percent of the time. We don't do that here. I I don't think people yeah. do that here. Fireworks are not on Halloween. And again, folks, obviously, I can't speak for every inch of the province, but or even my city. But I, geez, I don't think I've ever heard them around now. Yeah, that's actually that's actually what I've heard too. Is that Vancouver considers it kind of this like rite of passage, but actually that it's very unusual in other places. Yeah, Yeah, interesting. Such a huge thing in Ontario, but you go to another city and you just don't don't hear them. Well, um, that is done. Halloween is gone. I've got one more article if we've got some time. Um, so we're talking about some ways to save heat. Found this article on Consumer Reports. Now, their first suggestion is just to turn down the temperature on your thermostat a few uh, degrees. Uh, but they also say if you can, if you own your home or you're renting and you've got a great landlord, get a smart thermostat. This is something I have actually done. I did this a couple of years ago. I got a smart thermostat. And, you know, they are brilliant because they're accessible. There's no just sort of like twiddling the dial and wondering what you've said it to you. Uh, And they are also able to respond to triggers so that not only can you schedule it for certain times, but you can set it to turn down the temperature maybe when you leave the house and turn back before you're, you're coming back. So if you have the ability to do that, I would highly recommend spending the money because it could end up. Uh, saving you uh, quite uh, a lot of money. Um, let's see here. This is kind of an interesting one. Capture cooking heat. They say, are you done making dinner? Turn off the oven, but leave its doors open mm. uh, and yeah. let the residual heat warm up your home. You've paid for it. Well, 
suppose it's a little debatable if you have a service animal or a guide dog yeah. or a kid. You might not be able to do that, but perhaps uh, here and there you might be able to do that. Um, Maybe if you're not going back in the kitchen at all, but I do find this to be a, a bit dangerous. And sometimes I, um, I leave my oven open a crack, like just to get the cool the heat out of there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like to cool it down for for you know a, a whole other reasons. But um, I, I worry about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, me- yeah. I remember my family doing it in Montreal when I was a kid. If heating was weird, they they'd run it a bit and leave it open. But it, there was always the fear of make sure you know Kelly knows it's open and just you know. And sometimes we'd sit out there around it even because you know heat was a problem. I don't really remember the reason. I was too young. But Grant, we're all out of time, sir. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. Well, as usual, thank you, thank you sir, and wonderful stuff bringing that great conversation. Grant Hardy joining us on Fridays for Lifestyle, and on Wednesdays he's here with a health checkup with us where we have a little chat and conversation of things that he comes across as we love to do here on the program. Coming up next on Kelly and Company, Google's new prototype AI tool does the writing for you. Hmm. John Beeler. Also out west in Vancouver, he'll be here in a moment to tell us more. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.